Hello, and welcome to Stasis Pod, the Transformers Prime Podcast. I'm Rob. I'm Jen. And I'm David. And today we're looking at episode 32 of Transformers Prime, Loose Cannons. Yay! Uh, you're loose cannons! This has some of your my favorite elements. Sorry? Hmm? This has some of my favorite elements, ah. like bro friends and siblings and blowing things up. Yeah, but it did some of the dialogue muddies some of those things a little bit or enhances them. Yeah, um <laughs> when we get to it, but I I it is my theory that this episode would have been different if it had been airing say now. I suppose. Yeah. So anyway, uh, this uh, this first Well, that's why I call it bro friends. It's it's like that sort of like Vaguely homoerotic, but not genuine, like, like, not really. Right. It's like of guys, mm. just dudes being bros. Uh, I think the, yeah. like, if I had to sum it up in, a, in an image, it is the, um, it is the predator handshake. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, the, well, it's Wrecker's stuff, so yeah, it, it's pretty much the cast of Predator. Yes, uh, up to and including uh, the this episode's villain have an old painless. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, no, that the old painless was like a Vulcan cannon. Yeah, cannon actually, thing. It, so maybe more similar to what his brother had. Different. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, this uh, this oh. is it. But but does he have a does he have a Gatling gun? And is it Illin? Well, uh, <laughs> anyway, so this was written by David McDermott. This is his first episode of Transformers Prime. But uh, mm-hmm. prior to this, he uh, wrote for, I think, Transformers Cybertron. Like, uh, he was on the, like, localization team. Oh. Oh. Well, I'm sorry. That's only sort of writing, because they couldn't do that much with that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Cybertron is much better than the previous two series. Yeah. I mean, yes, of those three series, Cybertron was the least painful localization. Yes, but he's, uh, he's done a bunch of stuff. He, uh, um, he's since written for Power Rangers, uh, Ben 10, uh, that Guardians of the Galaxy cartoon. Ooh. And uh, before Ooh, before this, he wrote for the '90s X-Men series and one of my favorite bad '90s cartoons, BAD Bureau of Alien Detectors. Oh, that <laughs> no bad. It was like imagine a cartoon version of the X Files, except it was the '90s, so everyone had a bad haircut. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And also, it was on UPN. Ah. Uh... So it was open. Yes, those shows were indeed open. See, because it was because they couldn't compete with these places that aired their cartoons on Saturdays. Their cartoons aired on Sunday mornings, which means oh, that they were only yes. viewed by uh, by the little heathen children like myself who did not go to church. Yeah, oh, that that Me magic too. time when there was four channels that had cartoons on Saturday morning, and then there were more channels on Sunday. Yes. Uh, yeah. So there were a couple in in the DC area, and I that's where when you had a a a couple things that had like thirteen season episodes because they weren't going to commit to like the weekday seasons, right? Uh, 
so they'd show them then, like uh, Exo Squad mm-hmm. in its first season, and uh, yeah. Generation Two in its first season. And I think all of UPN series were t- thirteen episodes. They had um, they had this, they had that uh, Hulk cartoon, and uh, and that Jumanji oh, cartoon. I, I remember the, that those I are things remember. that existed. Indeed, they did. I remember there was a Hulk cartoon, but I may be confusing it with another Hulk cartoon because there was multiple Hulk cartoons, there was a, which is weird. Well, there was one. For, I mean, the Hulk is very popular. People still, you know, people still like that uh, Lou Ferrigno series. Yeah, I know. It, it yeah. just like the cartoons. Well, there was like the '60s cartoon, which was shit. Right. That was what they had, and then there was one and in the '80s. The, yeah, which is the one I may be remembering. Okay, there was that, one in the '90s. Yeah, the one in the '90s where um, the. Bruce Banner was voiced by oh, that guy who's in everything. He's uh, he's Dumb Dumb Dugan. Uh, Neil McDonough. Gary Gary. Not Chalk. Gary Chalk. Yeah, I was thinking Gary Chalk too. Aww. And that was the one that had like the your sort of like high profile '90s actors who are also voice actors that had like Mark Hamill and I think John. Uh. I think John Vernon was on it. So it's contemporary with the Ghost Rider that was Johnny or Richard Greco. That's he. T- he showed up on that Hulk show. What? Richard Greco okay, as I, as the Ghost Rider. Okay, I'm not sure I saw that one. <laughs> and uh, and Matt Frewer played the leader. Ooh, I oh, like Matt. Frewer. Okay, that I remember. Okay, I'm confusing the two Hulks completely. Then. He was he was he was real Max Giant Headroom. The the best one of the best parts of the Netflix Altered Carbon series was Surprise Matt Frewer. <laughs> uh, also, one of the best parts of Orphan Black, Surprise Matt Frewer. Honestly, <laughs> whenever there's Surprise Matt Frewer, it's it's always a, a good and welcome thing. I mean, because you... and now this is just reminding me that I was thinking I should rewatch The Stand. Oh. No, you shouldn't. Eventually, that's going to be remade into like five movies or a Netflix series. Just I think it's going to be like an HBO thing or something. Was it? But is it going to have Matt Frewer? And it probably also won't have um, what's know. his name? Uh, Gary Sinise. I was going to say the uh, ga- Bill Bill Vagerback. <laughs> uh, TV's bulkhead. Uh, or New Jersey's own Lara Sangiacomo. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> New Jersey's own Laura Sangiacomo. I think she actually, I think she went to the high school that was like the sister school to the one I went to. Oh. I think. Oh. Cool. Anyway, so we open with, uh, once again, another irritated call from Agent Fowler. <laughs> At this point, he's just crank-calling them like he's the third jerky boy. <laughs> yes. Also, so he's like, yeah, one of your, two of your people are out here prime. You gotta do something about it. And he's like, but we're all here. And everyone's literally just standing around yeah. for a dramatic here. we're all here pose. We, we are not sizzle cheeks. And, or whatever and specifically, they're in Omaha. Omaha. Omaha, Nebraska. Okay. Ew. Why would anyone be there? Uh, I mean, maybe they're trying to rob, uh, what's his name, that 
zillionaire old guy. Warren Buffett. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> Not Warren Buffett. We're visiting the world's largest ball of twine. Oh. <laughs> uh Anyway, so there is a there's a big transformer fight going out going on there. Um they they get there's a video feed. Uh there is a skyquake looking Decepticon, except he's blue. And uh there's also their old Who's that Decepticon? It's Pikachu. <laughs> God damn it. Ah. That's that's a twist. No, it, it, uh, that's, it's that's detective. Detective Pikachu. Uh, anyway, yeah, that's the thing. yeah. So it's it's um, Maximilian Genius Colored Valkyrie, well, soon to be Valkyrie robot, uh, fighting a wheel jerk. Yes, it and Bulkhead is happy because his jerk boyfriend is back, and nobody else is happy because his jerk boyfriend Jackie's is back. back. Yeah, they're like, oh boy, it's that asshole. I mean, you know, it's you know, you're in that group of friends, and one of you is dating somebody who just everybody hates. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. not going to last. But somehow they keep. And coming this back. clearly has because these robots are millions of years old. Yeah. Yes. Maybe it helps that they're not actually around each other that much. Yeah, it, it probably helps that they don't actually have to put up with mm. them often. <laughs> but yes, Vulcan is very glad that Jackie is here. Yeah. Anyway, so Fowler gets there first. He's in his jet. He starts, and Wheeljack just shoots at him. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck, Wheeljack? Wheeljack, please. <laughs> it's a people. You know better. We well, should. Anyway, and, it, did, I mean, I guess wait, and it's here that we see... Did he meet any humans other than uh, Miko last time? I don't know. I think maybe he was at the base and they were all there. Oh. Like the kids were there. I think he's seen the kids. But not like other people who might be, say, flying jets mm. and doing serious things and being adults. Yeah. And it's here that we get a good look at our Decepticon. It is, uh, yeah, it's Skyquake in blue and yellow. His name is Dreadwing, and he is voiced by Tony Todd. Uh, I assume after the casting director said his name five times into a mirror. <laughs> it's, it's Dreadwing. He's punishing. Yeah. I wish he had a Gatling Listen, this two-in-one bomb is a Transformerama. And he gets into a fight, he'd be winning. <laughs> Who can take a rainbow? Wrap it in the sun. Speaking, speaking of the 90s. Soak it in the sun and make a groovy lemon pie. The Candyman. The Candyman kid. Because he has a so, yeah, gasling this... gun that's illin something. Anyway, this is this is uh, Tony Todd who plays invariably one of two roles. Scary military guy or horror movie villain. I <sighs> Did he play like multiple scary? Horror movie villain? He is um, um, in those Final Destination movies. I thought... Was, was he actually evil that, in there? I, I thought he was just... No, I... Th like, not, I think he's like the guy who explains yeah, what's like, going on. He's just some guy But who, in like a... Yeah, well, because he's, he's Tony a, Todd, he's a more, so it he's comes a off scary. He, he, like, he's in Manifestation of the God of Death, but, but it, it's... I don't I mean, think he's actually evil in those movies. Or at least not no, I mean, I have met Tony Todd in person, and he is a very nice man, but he is also like seven feet tall, and he is the voice of the devil. <laughs> and interestingly, this is his second go-around with the Transformers. It, it is? Mm -hmm. Yes, he was in Transformers Revenge of the Fallen as the titular Fallen. 
Oh, oh, right. Ooh, I, I, I can't even remember that. what the hell the fallen sounded like. I forgot he, he had sounded like Tony Todd. Yes. Give me your face. Wait, no, that was the good. Yeah, movie. that's that definitely sounds like something the Candyman would say. Yeah, no, Tony Todd. I guess in that movie had his face ripped off. Actually, his whole wait, yes. Was he, he was the, the one that had his spine he, ripped out? No, that was Ratchet. Oh, oh no, Ravage. No, that was Ravage. Ravage, Ravage. Sorry. One of those R's yeah. and A's. And actually, I think his first big role was not a horror movie villain, but a horror movie hero because he's the main guy in the. Uh, 1990 Night of the Living Dead remake. Ooh. Oh. 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 Wait. Look, a, a bit mm. less like our nation's 44th president than the original <laughs> main guy yes. in the original I th- movie. I thought he'd been working longer than that, but I guess not. I mean, I, he's, I mean, he's been in stuff, but I think that was like his, like he did a bunch of TV before that, but that mm. was the first thing where it's like Tony Todd is like second or third build. Yeah, okay. And then I'm probably best known for playing Candyman, which is low key one of the best horror movies of the nineties. Yeah. Um, he's yay, Clive Barker. That's right. And uh, anyway, uh, Revenge of the Fallen was actually his second uh, Michael Bay go around because he's one of the bad guys in The Rock. Oh, oh wait. Isn't he the one that becomes? The- I was gonna say, does he play the asteroid? And <laughs> no, 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 you're thinking of Armageddon. That's the one where yes. Nicholas Cage and Sean Connery have to invade Alcatraz, and Tony yes. Todd is like one of the military bad guys. And uh, is he the guy that becomes the Rocket Man? Yes, because there's a bit where Nicholas Cage is like trying to distract him. Let's let's talk about something else. Uh, do you like music? Uh, I like Elton John. I don't listen to that soft shit. Well. Why are you asking me about the Rocket Man? Because it's you. You're the Rocket Man. And then he fires a rocket that launches him out a window, and then he think he lands on a spiky fence? Oh, oh yeah. Wow. Oh. I probably need to rewatch Because he couldn't just get blown up with a rocket. He also had to get launched by a rocket and then fall onto something pointy. Well, I agree with you. That's one of the good things about Michael Bay over-the-top action things. Good death scenes, usually. Yes. I mean, you know, a lot of faces getting ripped off, spines getting ripped out, but... And so that was him playing scary military guy, and he's kind of playing a scary military guy as Dreadwing here. Yeah. A bit, yeah. And he's also something that was popular in the 90s. He is a super bomber. Yes. A a, a bomber. What? Well, he's yeah. a, a transformer. <laughs> jet F... 20 whatever the crap thingy that ends up looking like a Valkyrie from Macross down to the color scheme used yeah I mean he's not a bomber plane but he's like a guy who sets bombs uh, oh you mean mad bomber yes. okay the mad yes, bomber uh, with bombs autobots anytime it's yes I am... <laughs> later on we're going to discuss my favorite mad bomber movie which will be relevant okay mm-hmm Anyway, so uh, the Autobots are there. Dreadwing scans Fowler's jets, and he's all, "God damn it, not again!" <laughs> Turns, yeah, maybe like start. I don't know. Get a jetpack. Start driving cars to these things. <laughs> except then they'll just scan cars. I don't know. I mean, it would be kind of dumb if his name was Dreadwing and he scanned a car. Yeah, well, <laughs> weird things have happened. That's happened a couple. T- well, other than the Technobots, it's. Probably happened a couple times in Transformers where the name is inappropriate. Yeah. 
so anyway, Wheeljack just keeps shooting at him and ends up blowing up a gas station, which he, oh, he says, well, it must have been Dreadwing who bombed it. And they're like, no, no, it's a gas station. It's full of gas. You blew it up, you moron. <laughs> it's full of explosive, Wheeljack. Calm your tits. Uh, so they get back to base, they fix him up, and he explains what he's been doing. You know, apparently Dreadwing has been on a campaign to kill all of their remaining wreckers. I get why I think he was just killing random Autobots, and he just happened that... <laughs> I think he was just killing. One of them was, you know? like, he c- caught a transmission of Wheeljack talking to Sea Spray, and our, our little bubbly friend never even gets any lines or gets seen. We just see his ship blow up. Yes, and... Uh, okay, A, how is Sea Spray a wrecker? <laughs> well... And B... How is Seaspray a wrecker? <laughs> well, it's, it's a different Let's version. Let's go, guys. M- maybe we he gotta was like... go commit some assassinations. <laughs> maybe he's more like uh, Beachhead from GI Joe in this universe. I mean, he, he does call him Old Barnacle Butt. No. Maybe, maybe you know when they needed to do like a like a nighttime sea faring infiltration, he was like their boat. Well, he could be the trainer. He could just be their quartermaster or something. Now, do we bring it back in one piece, bulkhead? When he's when he's not like hitting on alien chicks. <laughs> oh my god, he was probably married in this universe too. That's sad. Ah, uh, and in fact, they mentioned some other wreckers who were killed: uh, Impactor, Roadbuster, Rotorstorm, and Pyro. Yeah. Aww. Okay, admittedly, Sea Spray's name does stick out like the sore thumb in that group. Yes. Well, I mean, those guys were all guys who were wreckers. Mm. <laughs> also, who <laughs> could be taken seriously. And also, they mentioned uh, that this is uh, they met in the Dramadon system, uh, best known for Ooh. its Shrike Bats. Oh. Yes. Just like the Shrike Bats of Dramadon. The best kind of bats. Yeah, they, they, they know. I think it's later in the episode. Wheeljack mentions that the rest of them are all dead. The names he lists off. I'm not sure it's actually yes. explicit that it's Dreadwing that killed them. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, I think it's more just that you know, old friends who were already attrition. Dead. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sea Spray was just explicitly one he killed. Yeah. So anyway, Sea Spray, yeah, he does not get a single line before his ship gets blown up, and then uh, Wheeljack uses gets in the jackhammer and just take chases uh, Dreadwing to Earth. Yes. And apparently Dreadwing was just coming to, like, he, I guess he's learned that Megatron is back, and he has come to, uh, to pay allegiance to him. Well, also, his brother. Yeah, he... Yes. Because brothers, well, he oh, the, the, when he talks to Megatron, there's it's confusing. Like he says, like Skyquake was someone who he felt was like a brother, and then like two lines later, he says he was. But my he spark also says twin. they had like a split. Yeah, spark. so it's like why? Why? Would yeah, you have already brothers. I'm, I'm unless unless Transformers do not understand the concept of brothers at all. Which, in which point, why would you bring yeah, it up? They're double brothers. It's like, yeah, that felt like it was rewritten, and somebody forgot to throw out one of the lines. 
I think so, yes. We're like looking at like two drafts. Anyway, so before he Aww. gets Anyway, I kinda like that uh Wheeljack is talking about like what the, the Wrecker's deal is to Fowler, and Fowler gets it because I think Fowler is vaguely implied to also have been like a black ops guy at some point. Yeah, that kind of mm-hmm. that explains sort of like why he has his I mean, own plan. I mean you kinda have to Yeah. I mean basically being in this sort of position that he's in requires one of two things. You either have to be like super high ranking, super top, top, top secret military, or you have to be a small child who has stumbled into some robots. Yes. <laughs> As much as I like to imagine that it was like in the uh, in the fifties, little Billy Fowler stumbled on some uh, robots. (laughs) I I assume we're looking at like a Nick Fury thing here. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I'm a little kid. Now I just see little kid Fowler just crashing through a window with Art Deco lighting and just shooting some bad guys. But anyway, so the we sort of get this is I think the first time that uh I mean in previous series we've never seen and the records were always like a comics thing. Yeah. So you know, they talk about how the records were only kind of Autobots. Yeah. And clearly Wheeljack here has feels no particular allegiance to Optimus Prime. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're a yeah. secret organization that's above the law, effectively. That's right. <gasps> Or, at least, anyway, or maybe so it's we... sort of implied that, like, they were the uh, secret police, or they were sent out on dangerous missions, and they were just so good at it that the ones that survived, like, just started doing more crap on their own? Yeah. I mean, I think it's really just that, you know, they... Which is kind of a wreckers thing, anyway. Yeah. So we we cut back to Dreadwing, and he is... This doesn't really need to be here. It could easily just be just him radioing into the Nemesis, but there is a cool scene of him, like, on this mountain peak... Shining this laser signal up into the air as the uh, as the nemesis flies above him. Why so, yeah, does he was... have to make the whole ship come to him? Because it's cool. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's... <laughs> I mean it's very cool, but also it seems very resource wasteful. I mean, maybe he's was, going to where uh... it was anyway. I guess. Yeah, it's in the area. Follow my beacon. Yeah. Take a dramatic pose. This looks cool. The episode's a little short. Anyway, so yeah, he is like psychic twins with Skyquake, and when Skyquake died, he felt it. So he has come to avenge him on every Autobot on Earth. They're split spark twins, my favorite kind. So Megatron, you know, we get, uh, we see, you know, he confirms, you know, Skyquake died. We see Soundwave replaying uh, the events of Masters and Students on his Mm. on his face. As he does. And we don't mention the whole zombie thing. Yeah. Well, that, that's that was a kind good of Starscream thinking that would Megatron. Well, Soundwave would, of course, know about that, but Megatron may not. Plus I'm sure it sort of largely happened in another dimension, and he's still rambling about in a dimension next door. I mean, I think Which that. I guess means his spark left his body when they become zombies. Yeah, I think so. Because, I mean, it's not really him. It's uh, It's like when you get buried in the pet cemetery. And well, I think yeah. maybe you also don't want to tell this guy that, yeah, we also messed around desecrating your beloved brother's corpse. Yeah. Well, no, we, 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 it actually shows on Star- Soundwave's face that Starscream was in command at the time. 
Yeah. That idiot. Yeah, they, Megatron is very much not that I had anything to do with yeah. any of that. Yeah. Which is both true and useful. Yeah. Well, maybe he learned his lesson from the whole Orion Pax thing. Don't say Starscream's dead. Just pin everything on him. Yes. Oh, yeah. If you see this guy, maybe kill him. <laughs> yeah. If anything bad you hear about the Decepticons, that asshole. Although this Starscream thing is going to become very important later on. As you know, it's Starscream. Yeah. He's he's the B-plot of half the series. Yeah. But specifically this thing with him and Dreadwing. Well, yes. So anyway, there, you know, he's all, you know, I'm here to avenge him. And Megatron's all, well, yeah, but maybe, like, do what I tell you to instead. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm having Protoform X flashbacks. Yeah. A little. Yeah. Maybe that's why Sea Spray was referenced. It, it's like, um, what was it? Dive, fuck, his name. The fishy dude. Uh, oh, um, Depth Charge. Depth Charge, that was it. He does have kind of a depth chargey face. Yes. Yeah. Fish Batman. Yes, Fish Batman. <laughs> anyway, so uh, we're back at the Autobot base. Wheeljack's trying to fix uh, the jackhammer, and Bulkhead's trying to, you know, convince him to stay. You know, this planet's nice, Optimus Prime is great. But uh, instead, uh, Dreadwing radios in. Like, hey, come and get me. And it's obviously a trap, and Wheeljack knows it's a trap, but he's going anyway. Because Wheeljack's kind of stupid. Well, also, I mean, it's a trap, but it's... I think if you go in knowing it's a trap, then it's not so bad. If the bait is the thing you're trying to get anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah, but it's always the thing where... Your enemy knows you know it's a trap, so that that knowledge has no meaning. Uh. Things are complicated. But yeah, I, I guess there would be no plot if he did not go to, like, a hookup call. Yo, you want to fight? Come to this little convenient canyon that I picked. You up. <laughs> that is 100% not a bomb trap, even though I'm constantly trapping people with bombs. Yes. Anyway, so they go there. Indeed, it turns out to be a bomb trap, and they both end up buried in rocks. <laughs> yes, As uh, tends to happen with bombs. Dreadwing, like, his bombs are sort of like big shuriken-shaped, which is kind of yeah. weird. But he has, like, a Power Rangers cell phone to set them off. Yeah, it looks like a flip phone. It's a flip phone. It, it does. Yeah, that's why I said... That's... Bright colors he got it from Miko. He's got a razor. It's a fancy toy. <laughs> I mm. mean, how long ago was this? Come on. I mean, this was 2012. I don't. Did we have iPhones yet? Still, uh, yeah, but maybe? not as like pervasively. I guess. Yeah, it's just weird to have a giant robot with a flashy cell phone while he's smirking at the camera and pressing a button. Yeah. And I will say here that Tony Todd's voice acting here is top-notch. Yes. Yeah. He's very menacing, and he sort of got that, like, loyalty, honor thing going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, without being, like, Klingon levels. No. happens so often in fiction. Yes. 
So they, uh, you know, they, and, uh, he, anyway, rocks fall, Autobots die. Yep. And indeed the, I mean, not actually, yeah, but close. Yeah, the Autobots have to dig him out and reluctantly, uh, Wheeljack and Optimus team up to find Bulkhead yes. because Bulkhead is gone. You know, I'm, you know, okay, this is, this is oh. probably me being me, but I, I see the Wreckers versus like, mainstream Autobots thing as being, like, you see, like, people in, on, like, politics Twitter, where you get, like, the serious business left-wing people, the way they see, like, establishment Democrats. There you go. Mm. Like, you're all on the same side, but you're kind of like, these people are useless, and the other people are like, <laughs> these people are a little crazy. Optimus Prime, go on Chapo. Yes. <laughs> anyway, so the two of them have Optimus to share Clinton. a ride in Wheeljack's jackhammer, which always sounds like a sex. <laughs> it sounds like a porno, a robot porno title. But I mean, they're I mean, in there. There's like, that, but also it just convinces me that more people need to name their cars because it's basically <laughs> just his car. Yeah. I mean, it's a space car. Listen, don't shine a black light in that spaceship. <laughs> no. Uh, Optimus no. Prime barely fits. He looks yeah. so I awkward. I love that scene, and he sitting he's so as a awkward about it. <laughs> now, are you making fun of my automobile? This was the largest <laughs> automobile I could afford. It's so bizarre to see Prime do it. Like that feels like a IDW Ultra Magnus scene. Yeah, it's a little Optimus undignified. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty great. <laughs> anyway, yeah, um. And I, a little bit earlier, we got a uh, Wreckers expression that I found somewhat amusing. <clears throat> Wreckers, Wreckers don't call for backup, they call for cleanup. Oh, yeah! <laughs> it's... Whoa! High five! This is definitely a line from, I think, Michael... Speaking of Michael Bay, definitely a line from Bad Boys. <laughs> I mean, Real Jack and Bulkhead are definitely two guys whom the camera would begin circling them, and then one of them would just say that shit just got real. Oh, wow, yeah, that's... <laughs> Michael Bay shouldn't have made Transformers movies. He should have been allowed to make a Wreckers movie. <laughs> that would have been so much Aww. better. And not just the sort of throwaway Wreckers that he actually had in there. Oh, right. Who, like, got shot into the sun or whatever? I don't know. Well, they were... And then they all survived, and then I think one of them got killed by... um, Fraser Crane's Transformers Kill Squad... And wasn't one of them hanging out with John Turturro? Yes, one is now in a committed relationship with John Turturro in Cuba. Yes. <laughs> and then I'm not sure what happened to the third one. Oh, right, the race cars. I forgot all Yeah, the race cars, guys. who seem to be designed as, like, hillbillies, but then in the final movie, they're all Scottish. <laughs> yeah, I don't For know reasons. how that happened. Nothing in those movies makes any sense. <laughs> uh, anyway, so the whole so we find out where Bulkhead is. He is in like one of those big shipping depots where just all these multicolored um, transport containers. Yes, it's all the like big shipping containers from China, which I guess came on truck from here, and now they're preparing to. 
I don't know, take bot bots and siege toys to your local Walmart. Ooh, bot bots. Except not in 2012. No. And there's conveniently nobody at the docks. There, there's yep. not even a forklift to kill someone with. Yeah, once again, it is uh, Fowler has called in, called it in. He's got all those guys from the wire out of there. <laughs> yes. And, uh, yeah, Bulkhead is trussed up in a crucifixion pose with a big bomb on his chest, which I choose to believe is a specific reference to the 1993 uh, Tommy Lee Jones, Jeff Bridges, Mad Bomber classic, Blown Away. Um, okay. I mean, maybe? Maybe? It's got, listen, it has everything. Tommy Lee Jones with an Irish accent. <laughs> Jeff Bridges sometimes having a Boston accent. Okay. It's got super bombs. It's got Lloyd Bridges doing a terrible Irish accent. Oh. And way too much U2. Oh, oh, that movie. I mean, movie. that's any U2. And also at yeah. one point, uh, Tommy Lee Jones is kind of like weirdly stalking Jeff Bridges' family, and he's got like a mysterious bag of something. But then it turns out it's just a bag of live crabs. And he, and he pulls two of the crabs out of each other, and, they, and he starts using them to quote T.S. Eliot. What? <laughs> this is stupid. Okay. Let, let, let's get back to this. Um, We're genius. So, I so should have been a pair of things. ragged claws scuttling also, across. Also, I have now decided that Michael Bay's Transformers movies were clearly works of improv. <laughs> well, the second one because fucking was. making the wreckers all have Scottish accents just seems like a clear case of yes and. Yeah. <laughs> no anyway, one was um, willing to say no to anything. I mean, listen, these movies are making a zillion dollars. I'm not saying no. Yeah. Yeah. Well, with, with any luck, please, please be good, Bumblebee. Please. I hope it's actually a Transformers movie that's good and they go in that direction. Or maybe they just reboot it. Who gives a shit? Anyway, um... They go in the direction it... of being good. Well, I also hope it's good because allegedly uh, Marvel is looking at Travis Knight, the director of that movie, to maybe direct Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Aww. I, I feel you there. You guys, if you guys want to go see a Guardians of the Galaxy 3... Knock yourselves out. I ain't fucking going. Okay. Anyway, um, is it Megatron that, that calls up Dreadwings like, yeah, hey, he's like, bitch, uh, where are you at? Yeah, and he's like, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm getting my vengeance on, uh, on these Autobots and soon three of them, including Optimus Prime, will be gone. And Meg, to which Megatron <laughs> replies, well, he hangs up the phone and, and he says the sound wave, y'all, Dreadwing gonna get blowed up. Yeah. He- <laughs> He basically says, well, he's dead. Yeah, we're, we're cutting to the get a load of this guy, Cam. <laughs> yes. Like, so he's so dead. So indeed, Dreadwing has kind of lost track of where Optimus Prime is. And so, yeah, they he turns up right in front of him. And he's like, hey, listen, you're, you've got a sense of honor. So maybe, you know, join up with us because we're honorable. And he's uh no, and so he's firing on him with uh, with his gun. There are a bunch of bombs. The guns and their bombs. Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, Wheeljack is trying to defuse this bomb, and he's not very good at defusing bombs. 
No, he's much better at setting them. No, Prime asks him if he's ever defused a bomb before. He doesn't actually reply. Yeah. He just starts defusing anyway. And well, then- no, I mean, Wheeljack is obviously pretty good at, at defusing bombs. It's just that Dreadwing is exceptional at building Much them. like in yeah. the classic Blown Away. <laughs> oh. He's talking about how there's like dummy wires and booby traps and oh yeah, it's a bomb. It's a work of it's art. It's a movie bomb, of course. Yeah, that kind of it's bullshit. A really good bomb. And right down to having like a big red countdown timer on it. Yeah, yeah. In a different language, which is kind of neat. So you have to guess it's, that it's going to stop on one, and we get to find out what the symbol for one is at the end. It's, anyway, it's, it's like the Predator <laughs> countdown timer. Yeah, yeah. Right, so- Bulkhead. Breaks one of his crucifixion shackles off, punches Wheeljack away, it starts to ru- then breaks off the other one, starts running away while saying that he loves Jackie, which is why he knocked him out. Yeah. So we have a confession of robot well, he, love. It's it's a very offhanded. It's it's because I love you, Jackie. It's it's not a like. No, thing. but still, this is probably the first time. In Transformers that they have said that word. Yeah, I'm I'm willing to say that if this show had been made today, these two would just be gay. <laughs> I mean, they're doing that on, on uh, you know, kids' cartoons now, and it's good. That's, that's yeah, entirely possible. I don't know if it would be as explicit in Transformers, well, the outside of comics. Hopefully the next Transformers series we get will do that. I mean, they might even do it in Cyberverse, you never know. I mean, to be fair, Transformers doesn't even tend to, like, be that solid about shipping, like, hetero pairs, which is partly because, I mean... Except for a random episode in G1. Well, okay, a few random episodes in G1, counting, uh, well, the the random... Hey, all the red Autobots get a girlfriend, and, uh, hey, this robot gets a mermaid girlfriend. I mean, yeah, RC never really had, like, G1 RC, there was sort of vague shipping, but none of that was very, like, stuck very well. Uh, Prime RC clearly only loves murder. (laughs) (laughs) And maybe the feel of Jack's ass on her. (sighs) No, only murder. But, oh, go but yeah, I mean, shipping in Transformers has been something, which is, you know, part of why the IDW stuff was so amazing. It's like, hey, these characters can actually have deep and meaningful relationships. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I like I like that moment. And then uh, at this point, mm-hmm. you know, he's, <sighs> he's about to just dive into this water and he's all like, sorry, fish. You're going to exp- <laughs> you're going to explode with me. Well, it depends really upon like what that. body of water that is that they're actually at. There may not be any living, normal fish in the water, if they're lucky. Yeah. Uh, but then Bulkhead gets, or the great then place. Wheeljack, he wakes up, he gets in the way, and Bulk, Bulkhead learns that sometimes you just can't get rid of a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is the question. Batman, unwilling to blow up ducks, would he be willing to blow up fish? Ah. Uh, Good question. Know. Is it just warm-blooded animals? Maybe. I mean, he's not willing to. Well, I want to blow up nuns or that brass band or that bar. 
Well, what about the sharks with the shark repellent? I mean, he was trying to get rid of them, not kill them. I think maybe that shark was a yeah. robot. I can't remember. And it was. Oh, see, well, you to blow up I mean, it, well, and he didn't blow up the shark. The shark was rigged to explode. Oh. Shark repellent does not usually make <laughs> sharks explode. I've only ever seen that movie once. That is a classic. If you say so. I saw the TV series a lot. <laughs> we a lot. we may have to do that as a Patreon episode at some point. We One should. of these days when we run out of uh, movies. Whack, whack, whack. Anyway. Hey, whatever Guardians of the Galaxy 3 comes out, we can watch that instead. Okay. Aww. I am very pissy about that. Uh, I should have mentioned it. I know. Still. Anyway, so they, uh, you know, they figure, okay, only one person can defuse this bomb, and it's Dreadwing. So, finally, Optimus knocks him down with a crane, and they say, you know, hey, you, uh, look, bulkhead's right here. If you don't defuse it, you're also going to blow up. And he's like, okay. Yeah, pretty much. He's all, well, no, initially he's all, hey, I know, I'd, I'd, I'll destroy myself to avenge my brother. But also, okay, I'll defuse the bomb. God yeah, damn. And it, then the end of this episode <laughs> becomes like the end of the last episode because, like, what makes sense in the story does not happen because we have to go back to the status quo. In that, like, this crazy guy who lost his twin brother w- would not take the opportunity to murder Optimus Prime. Uh... <sighs> He didn't care that much about Optimus Prime. Yeah. Well, he's a loyal Decepticon, like, t- taking some... I, it just... Uh, I mean, I, if I blow myself up now, I can't obtain all of my vengeance. I, mean, I yeah. can't kill all the Autobots, but I'll kill two fucking Wreckers and the biggest Autobot target? Still, that leaves, like, three of them. Yeah, three... I just want to say that... Maybe if the Wreckers called for backup more often, then they wouldn't die so much. Yeah, I think uh, there's a bit of uh, that uh, the old toxic masculinity going on there. I'm just just putting that out there. Uh, Anyway, but to to cover his own escape, he just sets off a bunch of bombs. Well, yeah. Oh no! All that consumer goods. It just doesn't seem like they had enough against him. Like, threatening his honor, but he's like, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll blow up with you. It's, um, that's kind of what he wants, guys. I, I mean, it's kind of weird that he's like the, like, super honorable guy, but he's also a guy who sets, like, a bunch of sneaky bomb traps. Yes! It, he's, uh, Tony Todd manages to sell the character that has yes. conflicting ideas that do not add up to a normal character. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so he needs more samurai stuff. So he he gets back to uh, to the nemesis and Megatron. You know he's he's like, well, uh, you know, uh, like I said, uh, Optimus Prime beat you, but you're not dead. So you know, a for effort. Yeah. It's better than most of my troops. Yeah. And he's well, hey, you know, now uh, now I'm I'm gonna forget the whole vengeance thing, and I pledge my loyalty solely to you. The end. And, and yeah, so. Now he will be a recurring character. Yay! We gotta sell that. We, we, we learned our lesson with Skyquake. We're gonna sell that toy. Which yes. kind of works out better because I, I actually have a Dreadwing toy. I never saw a Skyquake toy. Yeah, he but was I weirdly... prefer the Skyquake colors, which is annoying. He's very Christmassy. I like him. Ah, <laughs> uh, I want one. Yeah. Anyway, I was so we're eBay shopping earlier today. I might get one. 
So, so we're back at the Autobot base and, you know, Wheeljack's apologized for being, you know, an asshole all the time, constantly. <laughs> and, you know, the Autobots are trying to say, hey, you know, you should stick around, except for Ratchet who says, uh, you know, no, you suck. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, goodbye. Don't let the door hit your ass on the way out. I mean, it- I mean, it really reminds me of Rat Trap in the first Air Razor episode, where he's all like, "Hey, you know, if you're smart, you'll get out of here." We all these these people all suck. <laughs> <laughs> I love this Rat Trap, but indeed, so Wheeljack does not listen to him, so he uh, he's not going to stick around. He's just going to wander the earth like Kane from Kung Fu, and he's going to get his own vehicle mode and just drive around to be to turn up when the plot requires him next. Yeah, yeah, it's again, so totally yep. subtle vehicle mode. Thanks. Yeah, again, I guess the episode is a little short. Hey, hey let's have this 15-second thing of him transforming and driving stuck on at the end. Well, Speaking of transforming, I just want to mention that earlier in the episode, uh, when Dreadwing sets off the first bomb trap where rocks fall, he flies out of the canyon... And then he does this great transformation and then landing on his feet next to it. And it's really pretty. Yes. It's really good. Yeah, uh, I think we're going to see Wheeljack again in like eight episodes or so. Oh. Yay, more bromance. That's right. And plus also, I mean, his toy turns in- into that vehicle. So we got to sell that toy. Just guys yeah. being pals. And it is, in fact, a very neat action figure. Yes. Oh, yeah, it's probably my favorite Prime mold. And that, I think I have two Which or three good, of them. because it has a really cool redeco. Yeah, oh, uh, the oh, weird yes. toxic-looking one. Yes. Dead End. Dead it's End, like yes. Some He's so good. Creepy vampire guy. Yes. Ridiculous neon color, which I think is a carryover from one of the movie Dead End. I, yes, I think so. Least. Yes. Like he's a little weird zombie bastard. Uh, and so, yeah, that is it for Loose Cannons. It's a pretty fun character intro episode, even if Dreadwing's character is a titch internally inconsistent. Yeah. yeah. He, he needs a Gatling gun that's Illin. <laughs> I mean, he needs to be a two-in-one bomber that's a Transformerama. <laughs> I mean, I guess he is a bomber. Yeah, he is a bomber. Uh, a fighter bomber. I don't know if it can be said that he is a Transformerama. <laughs> yeah, that's probably no. pushing it a bit much. <laughs> not, not of course, to speak of him definitely not being uh, one Metamorphin Dudicus. <laughs> no. No, well, his, his gun does morph and has a light, but it does not stay... Morphed. No, like eventually I jammed kids. a toothpick in there and it sticks. That's... I know, I gotta figure out something to do. Well, I gotta take the battery out and do that. Yeah, I should probably... Yeah. It's, a, uh, it's, so it's a neat much... gun, but it's annoying that it doesn't lock. It, it is, is frustrating. It is like a really fun, just all the ones that they did for that uh, that size class. It's just, it's like, it's not quite like uh, Beast Machine Strikers action feature, but it's definitely oh, close to that level of that being far. satisfying. Yes, I'm just going to press this button forever. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that... I'm not sure a gimmick will ever be that fun. Yeah. Without just doing that gimmick again. Mm-hmm. Pom-pom guns, they're fun. I, I absolutely <laughs> just was doing that all the way from the toy department to the checkout. 
when I found her. Uh. Anywho. Yeah, so that is it for Loose Cannons. Please join us next week when, after having just gained a character, we lose one. And we get caught up in the, in the crossfire. Crossfire! <laughs> crossfire. <laughs> it is sometime in. in the future. <laughs> just, you know, sometime. <laughs> We're just going to be shooting all a bunch of little BBs at each other. Like you do in the future. I thought they were like tiny tops. And then one of us will just go spinning off into oblivion. <laughs> Wee! Also, much like the future. Whirling <laughs> uh, and twirling. Uh, but of, until then, you can find us all over the internet. We are on Twitter, we're on Tumblr, and we're on Facebook. And now on Discord. Yay! Yes, go yes. buy our Twitter. It will. There will be a link. It'll be great. It's Everybody there. will be very excited. Yes. Yeah, it's on the the Stasis Pod Twitter. Is it on the Icon Twitter? Uh, I think I need to do that. I'm bad uh, at doing things. Just pin the thing. Go. Yeah, you'll uh, you'll you'll talk to us. We'll have weird things to say. I will have annoying opinions as I do. <laughs> Sluggy is lit. <laughs> Would you like to hear about Antifa? I think you were going to say Antigua. No. Anime every once in a while, posting way too much screen caps for me for one show. And my reactions will mostly be, wait, what? (laughs) You can can come talk to us about things like hockey or anime or far left-wing politics. Oh man, if you want some hockey hot takes... Prepare yourself. Oh man. I have opinions about the Minnesota Wild. He does. He really does. <laughs> and you can uh, send him pictures. Pictures of Spider Man. I would also appreciate those. <laughs> like how we're talking about how I need to change my last name to Jameson. Because <laughs> <laughs> my initials are JJ. Uh, and of course we are also on Patreon. Uh, yes. For the for the princely sum of one dollar a month, you can gain access to a vast library of back episodes uh, where we discuss uh, popular films, uh, animes of various types. Um, I think an ep- did we do Mighty Orbots for that, or was uh, that a between seasons thing? Oh, uh, that was between I think, seasons. Yeah, it was between okay, seasons because because it was it was very because we had to do it because animated borrows from robots. Right, right. Yes. Hey, go back and listen of... to our animated episodes. That was That's fun. right. Ah. And uh, this month we are once more back on our kimono bullshit. <laughs> yes. Time for cute animal girls, owls, burbs. Those owls are the worst. <laughs> Birds are assholes. It's true. It is. It's very true. They're they're tiny dinosaurs that want to eat your French fries. Yes. Oh yeah. Have you, have you seen hairless owls? They're frightening. Or featherless owls? They're frightening. Oh, they're like, uh, like goblins. There is an owl where I live now that will occasionally like make do- make noise until the big hound dog barks at it. And then it'll be quiet until he stops barking, and then I'll start making noise again. <laughs> just... He's trying to determine if that dog can cook. 
it's just taunting. It's taunting the dog and, yes, possibly seeing if he can cook. Uh, enter my trivia maze, dog. <laughs> Break out your... Do you own any zoo cards? Man, one of these days I'm going to walk out into the woods and it's just there's just going to be a maze. Well, you can, now you can make owls. it out of snow. It's Oh, there's so cooked. much snow. My I internet's going to go out one of these days. Uh-huh. I don't want it to, but I know it will. Nice internet. Uh-huh. Anyway. Yeah, be ashamed of yeah. snow. So, Any, are we done with the episode yet? We, we <laughs> are. Right? So until, yeah, I, so until yes. next time, I'm Rob. I'm Jen. I'm David. My cat. And I gotta watch Candyman again. Candyman can good. I haven't seen any of the sequels. I want to write dirty fanfic again. About Candyman? No. I mean, no. Tony Todd's a handsome guy. I mean, yeah, but no. Now you talk about your childhood wishes and you can even eat the dishes. What the, there's some really weird lyrics in that song. <laughs> and, boy, I don't even know who's in these sequels. Oh, in in a Transformers Prime connection, in the the third one features Ernie Hudson Jr. What? That's not a thing. It's true. It's crazy. Shockingly, not only does Ernie Hudson have a son, Ernie Hudson has a son who's 53 years old. Ah.